Hey everybody, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up for this week. And welcome to one of those episodes where it is just me and the microphone. And we are going to get into what I think is a pretty crucial topic today because you are going to get this episode if you are listening consistently to Scale Up pretty much towards the end of January 2022. Now, you might also be listening to this in the future. So I'm going to make this relevant for any time because it is about giving up. It's about stopping what you promised you would do. And the reason I think it's an apt time to put this out at the end of January is because we all get super excited at the beginning of the year or certainly towards the end of a year and then going into a new year. It's where we often set resolutions. It's often where we go out there and make big promises, set big goals. You know, this is going to be the year that I absolutely make it. And then four weeks later, six weeks later, maybe eight weeks later, we stop. And if you're honest with yourself, and if you look back over the years, you've done this consistently. Now, this episode is not here to, to challenge or judge you at all. I will be really honest here and say that I've been there as well. But what I want to get from today and help you with today is some different strategies and things that I've done and what I've learned over my journey, which has helped me break that cycle. And my belief is that it's a really, really important cycle to break because, you know, you want to be able to achieve the things that you set out to achieve. You want to honor those self-promises. And quite often, if we go through life saying that we're going to do something and then we don't execute, regardless of whether it has an impact on others, it has a big impact on who we are, our psychology, our identity, our confidence. So today's episode are you giving up is a question that I think you just got to ask yourself and you've got to answer it honestly. And as I said, I'm going to give you some perspectives, some insights, some things that I've learned to help you. So we're going to get practical as much as we're going to talk about some of the rationale here as well. All right. So how's that sound? Good. Let's get into it. So where I started this conversation today was really what I'd like to suggest to you can be an endless cycle. So we set goals, we set resolutions, as I said, we tell ourselves that this is the time we're going to stick to those morning runs, we're going to, you know, stick to that diet, we're going to work harder, we're going to, you know, be better husbands, fathers, mothers, whatever it is. We are totally going to become that productivity machine that we've always promised that we can be, the best business owner that we can be, and then we slip up. And we slip up, as I said, it's usually a few weeks after we've set that goal, that intention. And why is that happening? And then we shelve that goal and we rinse and we repeat. What I want to do is just make sure that this year, as you hit this time, or if you're listening to this, as I said, in the future and you're there, I want you to think about this. What happens if this is the year that you manage to absolutely stick to what you said you would do? What happens if this is the year that you have the fortitude, the grit, the determination, 
the ability to wake up every morning and get that one step closer to where you want to be in life. Okay? It's interesting. If you study this stuff like I do, I get really geeky about, you know, ambition, goal setting, achievement, success, all of those things. Science often says that failure doesn't come from making the wrong choice of goals, but what it does come from is failure in the path of executing those goals. Okay? So it's not about changing your goals. It's about changing the way that you go after them. And that all comes down to, as far as I'm concerned, mental toughness. Sometimes that is also framed as mindset. And it is what separates the great entrepreneurs of this world from the average ones or even the good ones. So I want you to really think about this in terms of grit. Okay, think of it in terms of the grit is what does make the difference, certainly from my opinion. So if you allow me to segue very briefly, I get asked a lot, you know, Nick, why did you run all those marathons? Why did you get up on a Sunday morning at 5am and literally run a marathon before the family got out of bed? And I did this. I did this for a long time when I was training for some of the big ultra marathons. And for me, it was... Setting, setting a habit, right? You know, setting something difficult that would that would force a level of discipline that perhaps I didn't have earlier in my life. You know, I was an overweight kid. I didn't have a lot of self discipline. I didn't have a lot of self respect when I was younger. So leaning in to something difficult like marathons, ultra marathons, was really teaching me this idea of mental fortitude, mental toughness, grit so that I could go into other areas of my life and I would have worked the muscle, right? Not just the body muscle, the physical muscle was actually the easy part. It was the mental muscle that I was working, right? And these days I don't do as many of those things. I don't do as many marathons or, or long distance endurance events as I, as I used to, as partly because the knees and the back don't allow it. But the mindset is still there because I've trained it. And these days I do things like um, Spartan runs. And actually, if, if, you ever, if you ever feel stuck, if you ever feel, another segue here, if you ever feel stuck, go out and, and enter something that's going to challenge you physically. I do these Spartan races where you literally run around a field for X number of kilometers with all these different obstacles. And they're a bit like a Tough Mudder, but a much more hardcore version of them. And uh, the guy who founded um, the Spartan race, a guy called Joe DeSana, has been quite an interesting influence on me. And I found that some of his principles, even though they are extreme, they do help with you know helping you get to where you want to get to, particularly if you want to lean into this idea of consistency and discipline. Okay. But the way you've got to think about this is that as entrepreneurs, as business owners, there really isn't a finish line. It's a moving finish line at best, right? And the things that end up being great and the things that end up being problems, my view is this, they don't go away, right? You know, they, they, they consistently show up. And the only way that you can deal with that is how you approach it and this is effectively life. This is the life that we chose to be in, okay? And I laugh a little bit. I've been joking recently because as I record this, there's this thing called the great resignation where lots of people are like resigning 
and from their jobs and they're thinking that they're going to be entrepreneurs, right? Or business owners, or they're going to move into that path. And I, I massively applaud that decision, right? I massively applaud that decision. I did it. I know a lot of you listening to this show have, have done that, but wow. I mean, you know, you know, was that saying forearmed is forewarned, get ready, right? Build it up, work, work on yourself first, because you're about to go into something which is at best chaotic, certainly unpredictable in the beginning. And the only way that you can do anything is, is working on how you show up, you know, your state. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that I have learned um, in terms of tips. Uh, and, and I want to, I'm not going to present you with like a whole set of like, here's a routine. But one of the things that I think is important is breaking stuff down so that you focus on the granular and then the bigger stuff does tend to take care of itself. So as I said, if this is the end of January, you're listening to this and already those intentions that you set three or four weeks ago have slipped, my advice to you is focus more on winning the day, right? Winning the day, winning the next day and the day after that and the day after that than trying to win the year. Because if you do that, that's what I mean about focusing on the granular, then you are going to you know, literally set up days, really great days, and they'll compound and they'll compound. And over time, they will build together. And some of those bigger goals that you set will absolutely happen because you're not worried about them in the future. You're taking the action today. This was first inspired to me when I was studying um, performance around sport years and years ago. I used to row as well as do a lot of running. And I was studying uh, the Australian rowing squad, the rowing team, and a couple of the the, uh, the different teams there. One was called the Awesome Foursome that won a number of gold medals in the Olympics. And I, and I was at this event and I heard one of the um, Awesome Foursome speak. And they, they talked about <laughs> the psychology that goes into winning a race and winning a gold medal at the Olympics. Okay, so I'll share this with you quickly. So what, what this, uh, this team said was, Think of it like this, you know, you get up every single day and you train three times a day, six days a week, okay? And you'll do that for a 90-day block, so three months, and then you'll have a few days off, right? Around about a week, let's say, okay? So you continue that process, okay, and you do that for the year, and then at Christmas time, you might take, you know, another bit of time off, but that's it, like not very much. You're training pretty close to daily with with one day of rest but even on that day of rest there's the discipline of eating and all that sort of stuff okay so you've got that times that by four years okay because it's four years between every olympics okay appreciate there are world championships and all that sort of stuff in between but you know the gold medal at the olympics is the goal it's the ambition and you're doing all that for one right one four minute race Okay, where lots of things could go wrong, right? But you're giving up your life to do that, okay? And then, you know, some of these guys had been to, you know, three Olympics or, or that sort of stuff. So they've been doing this for like 12 years. And the reason I suggest this to you is being really, really good at business, being a, a successful person as an entrepreneur, in my opinion, takes a level of discipline that's not unsimilar, dissimilar, sorry, to to these Olympic athletes, okay? You've got to have that level of commitment, 
And if you're listening to this saying, well, I don't, I don't have that level of commitment there. I don't want to do that. Well, then perhaps, you know, building something transformational, building an empire isn't for you. And there's no judgment. As I said, there's nothing wrong with any of this. Okay. But perhaps a lifestyle business that, that gives you great, you know, freedom time-wise and, and money enough to survive and live is what you want, right? But all of these things just need to be thought through. My personal view is you can't go out there saying you want to become a billionaire and build a big empire if you're not prepared to do the work. And part of that is learning how to win the small things, the days, and then put them all together so they compound, as I mentioned before. So let me give you a few different things that I do. And for those of you who've listened to me for some time, you'll notice that my routines and habits do change because I'm always learning myself. I never put myself out here to you as the finished article. I'm always growing And I never put myself out here as being an expert in any one thing. I'm just, you know, very studious, if you like, of learning from the best and and applying those things to my life so they can also then help you, okay? Nothing I suggest is not something that I have not done and I'll never ever do that because I want to make sure that if anyone's going to be the guinea pig here into this world of building something transformational in a perspective of business and life, then it's going to have to come from, from something that I have myself done. Okay, you ready? So let's get into some practicality. So what does it mean about winning the day? Okay, well, the first thing is I believe that it's not about the day itself. It's about the night before. And I believe it starts actually with not necessarily setting an alarm clock to wake up in the morning, but setting an alarm or a reminder of when you should go to bed. For me personally, sleeping is really important I had years and years of this idea of it was macho and cool to sort of get five hours sleep a night. These days, it's a minimum seven hours and quite often it's eight. The only way I can do that, the only way I can do that is by getting to bed early, okay? So I make sure that I get to bed, you know, pretty much nine to 10 o'clock at night, which then allows me to be able to get the required rest so that I can start the day the next day that I want to win as fresh as possible. Okay. Now, what I also do is I make sure I plan my day the next day, the night before. And there's different ways of doing this. Sometimes I will write everything down that I want to do. Um, I find that can overwhelm sometimes. So what I like to do is just set a number of priorities. And for me, that's three to five. Okay. So I'll sit there and say, okay, when I get up tomorrow, what are the three to five things that are absolute must do's? I have to do them. They're super important. Uh, And they can be not just business things. They can be also physical things. I like to train every day, like some form of exercise. So that might be that I want to, you know, achieve something in the gym or go for a certain amount of, you know, distance on a run. But it doesn't matter. I've got three to five priorities that are absolutely critical and they do align with the bigger vision that I'm trying to create. Okay, so small tip, but an important tip. Try not to think about the alarm clock. Think about the alarm to go to sleep. And if you go to bed... Like that, you'll find that you don't have to set an alarm in the morning. You just wake up naturally. And it's a really, really nice experience than trying to sort of go to bed after watching hours of Netflix and then struggling to get up at whatever time the alarm traditionally goes off. The second thing is about, you know, your body and energy levels. I'm a big believer in both making sure that you have the energy in your body and your mind to operate at an elite level. Okay, so I like to wake up early. I like to wake up early because I like to go to bed early, as I said to you beforehand. So that's the first thing. And there is evidence here, which is quite interesting, that 
people who do go to bed a bit um, earlier and get up a bit earlier tend to have both higher levels of income and higher levels of purpose and job satisfaction. There was an interesting um, survey done a while ago by Sleep Junkie, which uh, surveyed a lot of Americans, about a thousand Americans. And the magic hour, actually, in terms of income and enjoyment is 6am, which is generally when I get up. I know a lot of people like to get up at 4.45, like, um, you know, a lot of the, the uh, what do you call it, the Navy SEALs do and all this sort of thing. But for me, it's about getting up at a time which is reasonable and I can still prime myself for the day without having to sort of be rushing around or getting up super early that it compromises that sleep, which I said is super critical. Second thing around that is I do drink a lot of water. I try and drink at least three liters, at least three liters of water per day, and I find that that increases my focus. And I find that if I don't drink water or consistently drink water throughout the day, then that's when I start to become scattery, and that's when I start to feel tired, and everything starts to ache and all that sort of thing. Now it takes a bit of time to build up to this because some people, when they first start drinking a lot of water, you know, they're running to the bathroom all the time, or whatever else. But you've got to make this a habit. And if mental clarity is important to you, if energy is important to you, then water is the key to that, more so than food. Again, my experience of that. In the mornings when I get up, I like to do three things, okay? The first thing I like to do is I do a bit of meditation. I don't do a heap, okay? I like to just get my mind focused. Sometimes that's just breathing, okay? The second thing I like to do is a little bit of exercise, and that's usually 10 to 15 minutes of some push-ups, some yoga, Sometimes I might just go for a brisk walk outside. Nothing crazy. I'm just trying to get blood moving. So I'm drinking water. I'm trying to get blood moving. But I find, again, that just starts to get my brain power boosted for a period of time. And it's interesting. Again, there's science around this that like a small amount of exercise, like a morning sweat, if you like, can increase your cognitive performance in the morning by something like 14%. Okay. And that's what I've read. Don't quote me on where I've read it, but I read a lot. (laughs) Okay. And then the third thing I like to do in the morning is, and I do this religiously, and this is hardcore, is I take an ice cold shower. So the way I do it is I will have a warm shower first. So I would have, you know, I've done some meditation, I've done some exercise, I've drunk water, all that stuff I mentioned. Then I'll have a warm shower, you know, wash myself in the warmth, and then I'll finish with three minutes of ice cold, right? Ice cold shower. Now, what that does from a scientific standpoint, again, is it helps bring blood, you know, um, away from your skin. Uh, It rushes towards, you know, your brain, your vital organs. It activates the sympathetic nervous system. It increases better endorphins and uh, all sorts of different things that are going on in the brain. And effectively, you know, what it's really doing is it puts minor stress on your body. And minor stress is essential for human health. Whereas excessive stress can sometimes be too much. So the way I think about this is it does two things, right? It it first and foremost wakes me up and I'm going to be really honest here. It sucks. Okay. It's not good. <laughs> right? I have never, ever had a cold shower and gone, wow, that was, I love this. Right. But when I finished, I love it. <laughs> Okay, because I just feel alive. It sets me up for the day. I've also found that my immune uh, immunity to things, my immune system has been stronger from it. And I've been really, really lucky over these last few years of the pandemic because I'm sure that I'm religiously doing this cold therapy. Okay, now again, I don't prescribe that you have to do it. It's one of those things that I just find helps. And if I go back to the beginning of this this episode where I talked about grit and resilience and consistency and, and honoring self promises, just doing hard things 
you know, now and then and making sure they're consistent, like, you know, all of that does build your temperament and, and builds that belief system in you that you can achieve anything. And that's why I do it. Okay, so back to what I said about planning the day, the night before. The other thing that I find helps really well, as I said, is, you know, when I said those top three things, you've got to be really focused, I find, in business. And if you have too many things to do all the time, then quite often you get overwhelmed. A lot of people come to me for help and they're stressed, they're overwhelmed, they don't know what they're doing. And I will often say, listen, you've got to cut back. You've got to learn what priorities actually mean. Because if you have too many priorities, they're not priorities. And if you have too many priorities, you will not execute. Okay, there's enough enough research on this so that people just like have this one, two, three, many idea in their heads. And Tony Robbins has talked about this a lot. So if you're like that, and I've definitely been like that, limit your priorities to three. I find three to five is the magic number. And execute those priorities first before you do anything else. And I find the rest of the day takes care of itself. What will often happen is I'll get my top three to five priorities done in the morning after I've got up, after I've taken the kids to school. And then the afternoon, I can focus on some other stuff. I can you know, even take some time off if I want to. But I'm very, very focused on the things that are going to move business forward, my life forward first. And that sets up, again, that, that pattern of momentum that really helps. Okay. Now, a couple of things, because I want to talk about getting off track, and then I promise you we'll finish up. (laughs) Okay. When you get off track, it's one of those things that really can knock everything back. As I mentioned from the outset, you know, you you become a person who says one thing and does another. And that's, that's mainly to yourself, right? You know, you become a person who kind of lies to yourself. That's the, that's a reality. You know, you say you're going to do something, you don't do it. And then that really does knock your self-confidence. Okay. What you've got to do is you've got to start by, by telling yourself that your goals and your daily priorities, whatever that, that is and how you're sequencing, I said, this is about winning the day. You've got to say it's non-negotiable. Okay. There is no, there's no wiggle room here. There's no give, you know, it's a non-negotiable list. Okay, if you want to be a world class entrepreneur, if you want to build a world class business, like I said before, you've got to train like a world class athlete. You've got to promise that, you know, you're going to do this thing and then you're going to do it. If you said, you know, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to have a cold shower and then you don't have a cold shower, that's going to take you back so much more than not doing it. Okay, and then everything in your life becomes optional. You you start to make decisions around everything else. Okay. So, so that's the key, right? Make the decision, the mindset that it's non-negotiable, okay? And the last thing I'll say on this is the secret, the secret to making something non-negotiable is just to start it, okay? So if I'm going to have a cold shower, instead of saying it's three minutes, I'll say, listen, today I'm only going to do 15 seconds, okay? I don't feel like three minutes today, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do 15 seconds, As soon as I do it, that 15 seconds turns into 30 seconds. It turns into a minute. After a minute, it actually does start to feel better under cold water. Trust me. And then uh, I'm done. Three minutes, right? Same thing. You know, if I don't want to go for a run, you know, I'm supposed to do 10 Ks today. I don't want to do 10 Ks. I'm going to do something because even taking action and doing one thing means I'm still doing it. I'm still committing to what I said. I'm still showing that level of self-discipline. But then I do it and I end up running the whole thing. 
right? And any of you out there who do exercise regularly, I guarantee that, you know, you may have that challenge at the start, but how many of you have ever finished something, you know, like that, like a 10K run, 5K run, going to the gym, a hit class? Have you ever regretted at the end? I bet you've never have, because I never have. In the beginning, it can be difficult. So the hack, if you want to call it a hack, is break it into small portions. Just do a little bit, but whatever you do, don't not do it. Don't not start. Okay. So what is today? Let's, let's circle round. Let's circle round. Today is a bit of mindset. Today is a bit of a call to arms. It's a bit of a challenge for you. Maybe, you know, as I said, the title of today's episode is, are you giving up? Did you set intentions, you know, a few weeks ago and already you're not doing them? Ask yourself why, and then ask yourself, are you that person who says what, you know, they're going to do something and then don't do it? And then finally ask yourself, is this year just going to be like all the rest? The year that I start hot and, you know, get cold and stop only a few weeks later, get stuck in that perpetual circle and for whatever reason, don't get to the outcomes that I desperately want to get to. Is that this year or is it not? And I'll finish by saying this. I work, as most of you know, with very, very successful entrepreneurs. Many of those entrepreneurs, when they come to me, aren't what I would call successful. Okay, they are stuck, they're overwhelmed, they're stressed, they don't know what to do. And it's a shame to see this, but what's really the travesty of it is some of them have been in that cycle for years. In fact, not naming names because I don't do that, but one of my one of my clients was in a repeating cycle for almost almost a decade, around nine years of the business they were running, literally tapping out and never going past a certain level. And all we did when we worked together was work on them, work on their identify, identity, work on how they showed up, worked on who they needed to become in their own mind to be able to take the business to the next level. And within 18 months, they achieved just that. You know, some amazing figures, some amazing growth. So there we have it. That is today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Take it for what it is. As I said, there's no judgment here. I'm not calling you out. I'm here to help. And hopefully some of the things that I've learned over my journey, you can put into practice. You can take those things on and they will help you too. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith, show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you've enjoyed the show just as much as I've enjoyed creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything that you heard in today's show, to find out how you can join our community on Facebook or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now.